Todd's legs as wide as his ankles. I'm so happy that everyone else said that thing too because he sent me that picture. And I was like, dude, your ankles need sunlight. Would dump Hassan. He's too straight for me. JK Rowling is a turf. Oh, I did not know that. Is Holy she? shit. Fuck. I mean, that's not shocking. She kind of sucks. So. Um, Can you both be my mommy and daddy? I'll be your mommy. <coughs> Disaster. A couple of years ago, Janice, I saw your sna- in your Snapchat story, I saw you in Japan with some weirdos. What kind of trip was that? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I went to Japan and shot porn. I think my name for that stuff is like Janice Smith, but it's on r18.com. Hassan has hijabi ankles. I do have hijabi ankles. Yeah, so this is uh, Hassan interviewing his ex-girlfriend, uh, Janice Griffith. If you don't know, she's a spicy content star. And um, I just want you to... Um, just to look at her appearance on this, compared to how she looks when she's doing what she's doing. Um, and just just see the difference. Uh, something else I wanted to say is... Um, she has a dog. Uh, and uh, that Hassan would date a spicy content star says a lot about, like, his his um, his knowledge of how the, the bedroom fund marketplace works, right? Like, obviously, you shouldn't be doing that. Um, these girls have too high an end count. Not a good bet for paternity, and I'm not surprised they broke up. Um, you You can't be dating somebody who is literally taking it from a bunch of different men. You just can't. Um, is it true? What? You cheated on your husband? With Dana D'Armond? Who's, who's your da- husband? Uh, oh, oh, I did a porno like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's like... called um, Lady Daddy. Disaster. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I don't skip leg day. I work out. I work out my goddamn legs, okay? I, I fucking work out my legs super hard. Okay, I have to pee. I'm gonna... All right, go pee. Sorry, let's skip this. We did talk about incest porn a little bit. She doesn't know. She thinks it's weird. Um, Sorry, let's skip. Damn, it looks like you just it's not a game. It's a way of life. What well, do you, why watched... do you know that? How do you know that? Um, I watched my friend's boyfriend play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the expression buy a dog and die alone is, is accurate. Okay. Sorry. Clear strong shoot. You should stick to intellectual discussions. I think that people who aren't comfortable with sexuality should talk more about it. And I think that we are both moderately comfortable. I think I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah. No? Yeah. No, I, I think that you Again. I just think that <sighs> Okay, we'll we'll dig into this. Uh, hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're new to the content, liking the channel, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. Go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Drop me a donation. Link is in the description. Shout out to Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M for donating. Okay. If a girl ever tells you that she thinks that you're comfortable in, in what, what Janice just said... Yeah, she thinks you're an SIMP. Uh, like, 
By the way, the way that Hassan is so defensive, yeah, that's not a good sign. It shows that when they were dating, Janice was in control of the frame, and I'm not even surprised, to be honest. Not even surprised. Hassan is the kind of guy that, um, he, like, he doesn't understand reality, right? He just, he's, he's like, uh, basically, he's, uh, the kind of guy that brainwashes the masses into believing the leftist shill. So we hold people to an impossible standard of eloquence and um, articulation when it comes to something so deeply personal and yeah, deeply personal. Being a bedroom fun star is deeply personal. Basically, what is what is this whole stream about? This whole stream is about Janice trying to wipe the slate clean. No, I'm not a girl that goes on camera, takes the clothes off, and just sleeps with whoever pays me. No, I'm, uh, you know, doing stuff that's deeply personal, deeply spiritual. I've done my healing. Meanwhile, she's in the apartment alone with a dog. Like, what does that tell you? Where's a husband? Where's the children at her age when she should be having them? And that varies, you know? Like, I think the way that we get over sex being so taboo is by everyone talking about it or everyone who wants to talking. Anyway, her, this is a perfect freeze frame of her expression. But anyway, um, yeah, normalizing bedroom fun and normalizing having bedroom fun frequently for women, that is one of the goals of the, the matriarchy, right? The point being, um, they want to normalize girls ba banging Chad and uh, everyone else being invisible. That's what they want to normalize. They want to make it so that uh, they have kids with other men and you come and take care of it. That's, that's what they want to do. That's the goal. Obviously, that wins a women's bedroom fun uh, uh, imperative, but it, it absolutely fails to, to do anything about men's... Uh, you know, so obviously that's a no. About it, rather. Hassan, is Janice the best at sex out of everyone you've slept with? Try not to sound sarcastic when answering. Yeah, tell the truth. So, what is the truth? No. I don't know. Oh my god. Is wow. it? Is she? Is she the best? No, I'm kidding. No, she is the best. She is, literally. It's wow. not a joke. I feel like he's lying now. I'm not lying. I'm being honest. You see? You see? The dynamic is just way off. Like, although the way that they're talking to each other, it, it does seem like there's still some tension there. So I'll bet that they had some nice bedroom fun and that dynamic was fine. But the di the relationship dynamic was off. Like, he was being an SIMP, she was ruling the frame, she was doing stuff that he didn't like, and he didn't want to tell her because he wanted to be, you know, woke, and so on, and that ruined the relationship. I'll bet, I'll bet that's what caused the problems in the relationship. Because the, the way they're talking is full of tension, and bedroom fun is tension plus logistics, so I'll bet they had really good bedroom fun, actually. I'm being super honest. Janice, can you talk about how Pornhub and MindGeek has devalued the industry and bottomed out salaries for performers? Yeah, I mean, that happened. Also, the industry is just stupid. Everyone is stupid. Everyone is bad at their job. Um, people didn't think that internet porn was going to take off, so they didn't invest money in it. 
And they let MindGeek get um, ahead of the game and create this, you know, conglomerate of an impossible to break down, like, Medusa head of porn sites. It sucks, but a lot of performers are pivoting to making their own content, which is really cool, like OnlyFans, private Snapchats, many vids and clip other clip sites. I think it's I think we're on the precipice of a porn resurgence. I see. So basically you dis you absolutely destroy yourself, right? You ruin yourself and your future for for and you don't even get paid a lot for it. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hearing. Tell tell me in the comments if you uh, if you're hearing something different. Because the previous generation is honestly dying out. Like, yeah, the porn industry as we know it is very new in terms of the previous twenty-five-year-olds uh, are dying out. That's right. Of you know the internet and shit like that. Like, but it's good, right? Because they're bringing their their. Um... You know, they're bringing power back to the worker by by owning their own uh, intellectual property, right? Yeah, it just sucks because... Of Again, the way that they're talking about spicy content, like it's intellectual property, it's just banging on camera. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, guys, stop romanticizing this. This isn't some, like, incredible thing that no one can do. Like, <coughs> she's not Mozart, for God's sake. You know, like, I, I don't even know what to tell you. Okay, anyway. Um, the discrimination that we face as sex workers, there are not many places that we can sell our content. Ah, uh, yeah. Discrimination. Everybody is against them. No, people that make bad decisions should have the bad decisions shamed. Becoming a quote-unquote bedroom fun worker... A spicy content creator is a bad idea, so it should be shamed. Sorry, you're not going to be, uh, you know, a uh, loved and adored and esteemed figure in society for doing this. This is literally selling your body to the, apparently not the highest bidder, to the medium lowest bidder, and expecting to be praised for it. Like, Nobody, we don't praise people for doing what is easy. Oh, uh, I, I was, I got bad grades in high school and uh, I have no prospects. I'm just going to sell my body. You know, like, do you see what I'm saying? It's the easiest thing in the world. It's the oldest profession. It's not something that's admirable or amazing or, you know, like praiseworthy. And that you're talking as though it should be is utterly, utterly ridiculous. How about try being a good wife and mother? How about try having an income of zero before marriage? That's hard. And actually expect revenue because people don't want to do business with us. They think that our dollars are higher risk. We're at a higher risk of chargebacks because people will be like, oh, I, I, yeah, I bought that porn, but uh, actually I didn't mean to buy it. Can I have my money back? And they get to consume the product, and then they get a refund. And it happens more often than, you know, I'd like. Which question? Can y'all stop sucking each other off and roast each other? 
Yeah. That was funny. That was actually funny. Oh, Janet, you won the poll, apparently. So Izzy put a straw poll. Um, and uh, the results say that 56% said, who do you want, Janice Griffith? 44% said Hassan Daddy, and out of 85, uh, out of 85 votes, you won. That you are, you, wow. you are the victor. If you could only what a surprise yourself appropriately, like maybe move a little bit further to your left. Maybe if I could see the fucking monitor. I, you can't. Yeah, you see. Um, uh, yeah, I don't like this. Uh, I don't like this dynamic. But anyway, um, really don't like the way that they talk. Uh, it is very obvious that uh that things went bad in the relationship dynamic. Okay, um, speaking of, let's read this audio, uh, this uh, chapter of The Rational Mail by Roro Tomasi. And uh, I think it applies perfectly here. This is called The Savior Schema. Every time a man is being nice to you, he's offering... <clears throat> That's all it is. Uh, can I get that for you? How about some you-know-what? Can I help you with that? Can I help you with some you-know-what? Do you need some you-know-what? Chris Rock. The savior schema. The beta male expectation of uh, reciprocation of intimacy, usually bedroom fun, for female problems solved. This is a learned and developed behavior that results from men's natural push to deductively search for the most rational solution to a problem. It's really linear logic. I need sex. Plus, women have bedroom fun. Plus, I must discover what is required for me to get bedroom fun from women. Plus, I will perform, embody, and identify with said requirements, and then women will reciprocate her bedroom fun intimacy. Needless to say, this is simplistic at best, but it's the root cause for most of men's frustrations with women. Men have a tendency to believe that women will respond as rationally as they themselves would in qualifying for her stated desires. The manosphere is full of men who can tell you this simply isn't the case for a number of reasons, but sadly they still think that women ought to live up to and honor their implied agreement. The fundamental flaw of the savior schema, which is Captain Saver, uh, bedroom fun worker, <laughs> is that it's essentially negotiated intimacy. And negotiated intimacy is never genuine. You can fix a woman's flat tire, help her out of financial jam, fix her a nice lasagna, give her the perfect shoulder to cry on, babysit her kids and listen to a drone on for hours on the phone, and she'll still go and sleep with her outlaw biker boyfriend because her intimacy with him is genuine, unnegotiated, and unobligated. She wants to have bedroom fun with him. She doesn't owe him bedroom fun. What AFCs fail to understand is that all the financial, emotional, uh, emotional, dependable support you could possibly offer a woman is no substitute for raw, unmitigated chemical desire. Some of the most irresponsible, unreliable, poverty-level washouts often get more bedroom fun than any dutiful, loyal AFC suffering from a savior schema because there is no obligation. Reciprocity. In the wild, the law of reciprocity and fair exchange is a fairly obvious one. Most higher-order social animals have some innate understanding of exchanging resources. In fact, you could argue that pair bonding, family structure, and social collectives are for the most part based on the shared exchange arrangement. So it stands to reason that in the course of human evolution, we too developed this innate psychological wiring, thus making men prone to deductively seeing it as the shortest distance between what we have and what we want. The difficulties arise when women learn to covertly use this innate psychology of exchange within the context of a social framework that gives them a resource advantage for little or no exchange of their own. Thus, women model their social norm that mirrors men's natural default position of disposability and place their attentions and intimacies as unassailable resources, so valuable that no effort on a man's part can overtly merit it. 
When a woman is appalled by the notion that she should be obligated to have bedroom fun with a man in exchange for dinner and a movie, this social convention is the root of that insult. The protected dynamic. Of course, the flip side to this argument is that the protected dynamic, which is the natural propensity for a man to want to provide protection for his mate. Over the course of our evolutionary history, certain psychobiological behaviors proved to be beneficial to the survival of our species. Specific hormonal releases prompt different emotions and behavioral reactions as a response to our environments. Women, for instance, produce higher volumes of oxytocin and estrogen, thus prompting a natural instinctual feeling of well-being and nurturing her children. The same is true for men. Being generally physically stronger and possessing 12 to 17 times the testosterone levels, men have evolved chemical cocktails of their own and thus feel a natural protection instinct when prompted. The conflict comes when the AFC confuses this protected dynamic with the savior schema. The natural feelings derived from his biochemistry only serve to reinforce his savior mentality and solidify as part of his personality. Even when a woman's repeated behavior directly contradicts his notion of reciprocating intimacy for help, the savior schema only rationalizes it as being inconsistent with a single individual woman. This then is the root of the white knight schema, exchange protection for intimacy, i.e. bedroom fun. Once again, women cleverly, almost subconsciously so, use this dynamic um, to arrange a beneficial but unequal exchange of resources. So in Janice's case, uh, she's like, like her son is the savior. He's the white knight. So, yeah, that's, that's the story here. Can't okay. This is there. You go. That's perfect. Dick bag. Um, I liked Owen Gray for a while. We were friends, but recently I found out that he put someone's video that he shot with on Pornhub because they didn't text him back, like out of revenge. And I thought, I see. When she says we were friends, it means they were friends with benefits. She's having. By the way, when she's not wearing makeup, etc. Look at her. The, the I'm going to quote Kevin Samuels, average at best. So keep that in mind, guys. You, you like when these girls are online, you know, on on these on these applications, you know, let's say Tinder or whatever. They're using filters. They're using perfect lighting. They're using perfect makeup. They're using like every little thing to make themselves look as attractive as possible. And they, they say um, this about uh, movie stars as well. None of them are as attractive as they appear in the, in the movie. And that's because uh, everybody is doing their very best to make them look as good as possible, right? They're not like that in real life. Not that that was wrong. Um, so I don't consider Owen a friend of mine anymore, which sucks. Friends of benefits. nice. Uh-huh. But I think that that behavior was really suspicious and wrong. Uh-huh. And I've oh, this is virtue signaling. You see, I won't associate with that person. I'm a good person. I will not associate with a bad person. That person's bad. I'm good. You see, you see what I'm saying? It's such an obvious virtue signal, right? Again, women are afraid of being kicked out of the tribe, of being kicked out of their village. And so because of that, uh, they do this virtue signaling thing where they have to appear as though they're a quote-unquote good person. No matter the situation, they'll deflect and fight and argue to make sure that you see them that way. Even when she's a spicy content star, that instinctual behavior still exists. You see? A lot of other models talk about him, unfortunately. I do believe that other people deserve more flack for 
worse shit, though. So I'd rather not focus on, like, someone else. All right, you answer the questions while I go pee now. I'm just going to, like, exclusively put the camera on you. Hold on. I I wish. Because they all kind of sound the same, except for mine. How hard do you guys have to be in this chat room that you want Hassan to be your daddy? This dude is off his rocker. He's about three steps away from being in a padded cell. Okay. I can. We can see the man breaking down on stream right yeah, now. Yeah, because you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> it's not that you're lying. You're just like not revealing key details, and I don't want to reveal it either. Um, what do you think about the sex in the show? Like sex in the shows, like Game of Thrones? No. Porn is not setting standards of attractiveness because there is literally pornography specifically made of uglier people. No, it's it's not it's not true. It does set the standard. And actually, um what what's funny is this. Spicy content in many ways is more real than reality. Here's what I mean. It's hyper real, right? The guys are super attractive chads. The girls are thin and pretty and submissive and uh, do everything the man says. Like, it's literally achieving the fantasy for both men and women, right? Like, for women, the fantasy is they want, like, the most attractive, tall, huge, jacked guy who then, you know, also in the, in the scene is also, like, rich. They want that guy to take them and rail them and, you know order them around basically so it's like the the dynamic is uh daddy and daughter or whatever you, you like you, you see what i'm saying it's like it's like um the dynamic is uh dominant and submissive and it's dominant and submissive in the direction you'd expect the man being the dominant and the woman being the submissive the irony is that in this chat here between hassan and janice Janice actually is the dominant, so it's it's backwards. It's it's not actually correct. And the reason why so many people gravitate towards spicy content, right, is because spicy content is one of the few places where, well, first of all, it's unlimited access to unlimited bedroom fun, but it's also one of the only places where the actual dynamic that men want, where they can actually see it, and you know, they're not experiencing it directly, but they're experiencing it indirectly, right? That's the dynamic that men actually want, and they don't ever get it. It's a fantasy for some men, because it takes a lot of work to be able to be the kind of guy that is able to get that kind of um, that kind of reaction out of women, right? There are porn sites that capitalize off of the, like, ugly girl. That's, again... That they're a niche and not a main thing tells you everything you need to know. She's using an exception to uh, explain, uh, to, to generalize, right? Which you can't, you can't use one example to generalize to the whole population. That's a logical fallacy. <clears throat> not that I expect a girl like her to even know what logical fallacies are because she's taking the easy path in life. So she, presumably she's taking the easy path in education as well. Uh, but I mean, again, what do I know? That's just uh, that's just an assumption. All right. Um, this is posted 11 hours ago on relationship advice. The guy is 28 and the, the ex is 30. I, 28 male, cheated on my ex 30 of five years with my best friend's sister. Uh, pardon that. 
I'm still in love with my ex. To be honest, I don't remember much of the night because I was angry. All I, oh, uh, no, he, he, I assume he was on illicit substances. All I remember is that I woke up with my best friend's sister in my bed. I don't remember her coming to the party. I was living a nightmare of my own making because I love my GF and I didn't know what to do. But I told her to be quiet and let me think of what to do. I felt bad and guilty, but I was too cowardly to confess. Anyway, three weeks later, on Christmas Day, the girl told me she was pregnant. I knew that I had to step up now. Told my ex that I wanted to break up with her and I started dating uh, the the sister officially. We got engaged on Valentine's Day uh, because... the girl told me it was important to her to be married before having the baby. I know that too because I know my friend's family are very conservative. We had to at least be engaged before breaking the news to them that we were expecting. And then she lost the baby last week and it's been tough. I've been so miserable in my life. I feel bad for losing my child and very guilty because I felt relief. I still love my ex and I can't believe how all my life changed because of one drunk mistake. I was supposed to propose to my ex this Valentine's Day and I even had the ring I saved for three years. Even... uh. ABC was angry that she didn't get the ring because I knew, she knew I was saving. I want to call my ex and confess everything to her now. I know I can't have her back, but I wanted to at least know that I still love her, but that I needed to do the right thing and atone for my mistake. I really want to do that, but my sister, who knows everything, told me just to let her go. Any advice? This reads like a soap opera, not like a true story, but okay. Um, anyway, top comment. 2.8k upvotes. Break up with 21-year-old. Leave the ex alone, you can reach out to her, but if she doesn't want to hear from you, leave her alone. Yeah, of course. Actually, what's funny is that marrying a 21-year-old is much better than marrying a 30-year-old, unless the 21-year-old is like the rudest person in the world. And yeah, because uh, biologically speaking, she'll actually give you a better life, unless the dynamic is off, right? If if she doesn't respect you and actually like you. But if, if she is attracted to you enough to have bedroom fun with you uh, like in a one night fashion probably probably the the dynamic could be there if you know how to manage the relationship so yeah yeah and then uh exactly the second comment why are you responding like this isn't fiction yeah i believe it's fiction as well okay uh we're going to end the video there again if you're new to the channel liking the content hit that sub hit off the notifications if you'd like to support me uh, then uh, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Drop me a donation like hey, uh, Hunter M, Adrian R, or Tom M. Share us to them. Link is in the description. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to the video. Thank you for making it to the end. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.